What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. Good evening, folks. Coming at you on a Monday evening here down in Destin, Florida. I'm Curtis Quinn here with my co-host Drew Luster up in Gloucester, Massachusetts. Drew, how are you this evening? You know what? Could be better could be worse it's a short week thanks to the fourth of july got the third off on a friday so today's technically tuesday weather wasn't great for us i'll be honest it's like florida weather right now just hum- not not an ounce of oxygen that you had to breathe you walk outside you're dripping sweat humid foggy misty just absolute garbage weather but it's a short week and we're here and we're, po- we're gonna pod you guys to death so happy to be here and uh we're gonna roll right along here the the roommate had a great analogy when walking out today because it's probably 95 percent humidity here as well and she said it's like somebody just greets you at the door and puts a warm blanket over your entire body and it's still 90 degrees out (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's what it seems like yeah that's that's about for you at least yeah and then fourth of july being a friday saturday this year or third fourth that that's a a big miss for us this year because that's one of my favorite days of the year along with club championship weekend um so so big miss there but let's move on here and it's love of the week time yeah you're right we're gonna spread some love we're gonna spread some love we aired the grievances last week we got some good fan submissions i won't forget about them this week but drew let's start off with your love of the week yeah, mine's very basic. I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate. Um, it's just simply the feeling when you're walking out to your car after getting a new haircut, a fresh cut. It's like almost like a rebirth, at least for me. You feel so much better in so many ways. You feel like a more attractive human being. You feel more hygienic. At least that's how I feel. So my love of the week moment right after your fresh cut you're looking fly you're all trimmed up for the summer and i don't think there's a better feeling <laughs> at all no and you got to be doing the like rubbing the back of the head or rubbing the sides where it's a little short if you're getting a fade because that's oh, yeah. by far the best part of the haircut experience I'll, I'll do it for 48 48 hours maybe straight just rub the back of my head because there's no hair there i usually go with the skin fade so it kind of fades into hair so it's just an unreal feeling. Yeah, unreal. And, and then what about you know the shampoos or the gels they use there? There's something about those products that hit different, as we like to say, because it seems like even though you could go and buy these, whether it's on Amazon or at the grocery store, yeah, I never get the same like smell or the same style in the hair that that the hairdressers or stylists or barbers use. Yeah. No, I would agree completely. First off, I go to Jake Emerson. Shout out Barberson. There's another free ad for everybody. He doesn't do like the shampoo or anything. Like I, like I used to go to the, the salon and they shampoo you and they massage your scalp. What Barberson does is, Kurt, let me tell you something. I feel like I am at a spa. Hot towel on my face, massage in the face. He's got the straight edge razor. He's taking care of me. 
Then he goes cool right afterwards, and it like wakes you up. And then he puts a little bit of like uh, it's like scotch, like whiskey aftershave, and it just gives you a couple slaps in the face. You just you go from like hot, cool, stinging. He's shaping you up. It's just oh my god. And then you leave, and you're just like you feel like you just got off a roller coaster. You're all like you know disoriented from all the different sensations. Yeah. But what an experience! Just getting up, just getting pampered for a half hour to forty five minutes. That's probably part of it. The experience you know, during, but yeah, my love of the week is just right after you get a new haircut, you just feel fly as hell and there's nothing like it. Agreed. That one's a good one for sure. My love of the week. I'm going to go with one of my all time favorites. If you know me, you know, I love Outback, but there's one thing about Outback I love other than the fact they have the best steaks around. And it is the, what I like to call the chocolate bread. It doesn't taste like chocolate. It's just the brown bread, I like to call it chocolate bread, comes out steaming hot, you cut it in half, you dice it up however many times you have to for the amount of people at the table, and then you spread that butter on there. And let me tell you, EJ, it's very spreadable. They give you that creamy butter in the little little cup that it comes with, and it's yeah. unlimited chocolate bread. I could probably eat, I'd say, five of those loaves, like those small loaves, before a meal and still get through my meal. I mean, there's no other way to put it. That's severe overreaction, number one. Number two, I, I just I don't know why you're calling it or you always really have called it chocolate bread. It's literally just the color of chocolate. Is that what you're relating yeah, it to? That's correct. That's why I call because it chocolate bread. They have a similar bread at the Cheesecake Factory. I don't I honest to God don't understand the hype behind it. Like if you really want to get if you really want to talk breads, we can talk bread for two and a half hours, and we're going to have the same argument that we've had for years and years offline. It's that the Texas Roadhouse warm buttered rolls with the cinnamon butter. And if you want to talk about melted butter, oh, my God. You could eat that. I, you know what I could do? Here's a hot take. I I mentioned last week chocolate soft serve ice cream. Yeah. I, would I would go as far as to say I would replace – the chocolate soft serve ice cream with that warm cinnamon butter in a in a wafer cone and probably enjoy it just as much. That's repulsive. I mean, you're talking about eating butter out of a, a wafer cone. Yeah. I, that, I'm, I, I might be. That's insane. But it's not just a stick of butter. It's the warm cinnamon butter from Texas Roadhouse. Yes. But, but, but to digress to here, it's yeah. my love of the week. It's not your love of the week. No, I'm it's, not going to come here and capture it. And I'm not, I'll let you have your moment. Okay. So well, that's my love of the week. So without further ado, let's get into the fan submissions this week. There were some good ones. We do have to advise everyone that Billy Foz is on a, a two-week probation period. He will be reinstated once there is a committee review. <laughs> he was supposed to be our guest tonight, bailed out last second, and just a second ago, Drew got a Snapchat. It's he said nine o'clock was too late while well, he was just sitting down to eat dinner. It looked like, so oh, don't Billy, don't give me oh, the, man. I got work in the morning. You know, you can't take five to 10 minutes here to, to come on. Like you said you would, but two weeks, we will get no dad joke or fan submissions from him. Maybe after that period, <laughs> you know, we'll read off some of his, his highlights, but without further ado, Drew, your fan submissions. Yeah. So we have, a, we had a handful. Um, I do want to just, preface my fan submissions by saying this we got 
probably, you know, six to eight different fan submissions on Twitter and Instagram that were just, you know, Cam Newton, which we totally were cool with. We're going to get there, though. So hold that thought, everybody who had Cam Newton. We'll get to that next segment. But thank you for submitting. My other fan submission is my former slash ex-roommate, Dave Anderson. He said he just literally put Dave, which I'm insinuating, or Curtis, we both kind of insinuated that he's just talking about himself, um, which is an interesting submission, not something we've seen. So we figured, you know, based on the creativity and, you know, the the fact that it is love of the week, we'll give him a little shout out. Um, so, Dave, th- thanks for submitting you as love of the week. Week after, we but, you, and we but thank we'll, you. we'll say it. I digress. Go ahead. Yep, so mine are going to be from Santo Parisi, this one comes from. My commish in the fantasy football realm of the world. He said, a simply one, that's got to be a typo, but pumping your gas and landing on the even dollar. That's a good one because if you're at the gas station and you haven't done this, I feel like you're not even part of, you know, human society at this point. Because when 100%. You, the only I, I've had this conversation with the roommates before, too, and it's if you get into like the the 30s through 60s or 30s through 70s cents, you're probably not rounding up to the dollar, are you? I'm going like 30. I'll, I'll probably pump it up to the 50 cent margin. And then like once you're over that, you're kind of getting to the dollar. But I like to think of it as t- like 25 cent increments is what I do. No, I'm only going for the dollar. I go for gold. I don't think about it in any other way than just hitting right on that dollar amount. When I do, so to be honest with you, there'll be times where I'm just like, I need gas. I'll put like, you know, 10, 15 bucks in and I'll just kind of blindly put it in, be on my way. Yep. But if I have a second, I'm a thousand percent going to try to hit on, on the dollar. What if it fills up? Like, what if it overflows? What if you're at like, it doesn't, you know, blank oh three, you're going up to that next dollar? If if I'm filling up my tank, I'm filling up my tank. Like I, I, I don't know what you're asking me necessarily. You know, like what if that like, extra ninety seven cents caused like an overflow? So when it you pulled it out, like there's a little gas spilling everywhere. That's, That's what happened. I think of. That's what I think of if I'm like just over. I'm like, ooh, I'll just round up to the next twenty five. No, that's never happened to me. I don't even think about that. It's never happened to me, but I think about it. I don't even know if it's scientifically like plausible. Possible. I don't know if it is, but because the pumps, you know, the pumps stopping for a reason because it's full. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't think so. Then you're, but if you think about it, you're then forcing more gas in after that because you're pulling it after it shuts off, right? Oh no, no, no! I'm not pulling it after it shuts off. No. If it's look, so if it's the end of, if I'm filling up my tank completely, yeah. when it stops and clicks, I'm yeah. not pressing it again. Oh, oh, oh no, this no, is no. what, yeah, yeah, this is what Santos talking about. He's talking about rounding up to if you're at, uh, you know, eighty five no. cents, which I'm all for, but it's got to be relatively close to the round. Oh, you number. mean if it auto caps, if you fill up your tank, he's he's saying he'll. Oh no, no, no. See, that's where we're on a, We were not on the same page. That's all. That's I wild understand. that you were off on a, a in another world. So you're just you're just done. It doesn't matter what the scents are. You're just no. Stopping. As soon as it uncaps, it uncaps. But 
I rarely am filling up my entire tank, so I'll just do like you know twenty or thirty dollars just flat, or try to hit it as close as I can. Okay. The key is, I'm just gonna let people in on a key. Typically, you start to release the finger pressure at like, you know, at like ninety five. That's when you start to like let up, and then usually quick spurts. By the, say that again. Quick spurts after that, like if you if you miss it by a few short. I'm never quick spurting it. I if I miss just it, a I little pull pull. No, oh, never wow. done it. Jeez, never. You're like the most mundane gas pourer of all time. Yeah, I mean, some would say that. Yeah, I just pump my gas and I go on my way. You know. Wow, I mean, I didn't see us going on a tangent there about some gas pouring. Thanks, Santo, for that one. The last one I do have. It's gonna be from Aaron Coots down at Shoe Roll Pios. Not sure if you've used this yet, but the first chip at a Mexican restaurant has to be the best. I myself am not a huge nachos guy, but I will dabble in the chips and salsa, and I have to agree with this take. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily has to be nachos. I'm just thinking like machaca, if it's like salsa, you know, yes. queso, guac, nachos, whatever it is. It Usually for me, it's like you get that first chip, and then you just take that first sip of your marg. And you just feel it course through your veins and you just feel like the Hulk, like breaking through your clothes about to just clobber people. You ever feel that way? Uh, no, no. But I, I think <laughs> with those chips, I'm always thinking about the refill because they go quick. If you got a big table, yeah. if you got five or six of you there, those things are gone within the first five minutes. They need a refill immediately. They got to have them ready. Yeah. Machaca is good at that. And they keep their chips in like a warm little, not an oven. It's like a fridge, but not but it keeps things warm i don't know what you would call that okay what do you call it i don't know because it's not it's not a cooler it's a fridge but opposite but it does the opposite it's a cooler but opposite yeah yeah so they keep them in there so they'll just boom 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 they're shifting and they're shoving and you get you literally touch them and they're like warm to touch oh it's phenomenal yeah that's a pretty simple one thanks for that one aaron i think everybody's gonna have a consensus on that Next yep. up, we got our very good friend, best car salesman that retired in Gloucester, Massachusetts. Now working on up in Boston, Josh Wilson. Let's get into it. Alrighty, folks. We are back with our special guest, as Curtis insinuated, Joshua Wilson of Old Ford Road in Gloucester, Mass. I won't release the house number because of privacy purposes. Uh, he is a business development manager at BioPoint, which I believe is in Waltham, Joshua. Uh, Wakefield. Wakefield. I was close. 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 Right. W. w. We want to start off. Tell us a little bit about what you do, what you've been up to, um, you know, what your job consists of. Give us a, a high level rundown of your job and how you're keeping busy during quarantine, things like that. Sure. Long story short, I sell people. Uh, work with pharmaceutical companies, not in the, companies. I, not not in the sure. human trafficking realm, uh, ladies and sure gentlemen. How you want to start based on the environment that we're in currently, Josh? But I almost I get spat it. my water out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt covered that. Not in the human trafficking aspect. Uh, we provide consultants, contractors to the big pharma companies, small pharma companies. Uh, essentially, we save lives, help people save lives in a very 
minuscule way. That's what gets me out of bed in the morning, knowing that I save 0.01% of someone's life every time I go to work. So basically you're providing those companies, pharma companies with contractors type of deal. Is that what you're saying? Correct. The physicians, um, scientists that determine the safety efficacy of the pills that we pop. Gotcha. That clears it up a lot. I'm glad we got to that aspect of it. As am I. Now, Josh, let's hear your best and worst of the job. Uh, we, We got a little snapshot of the best there. But if you got anything else specifically, and then we always like to hear, you know, some some downfalls when it comes to the office work, uh, working outside, whatever it is you do. So let's hear it. I mean, so the worst part for me is I'm mostly at a desk all day. So that plus quarantine, I put on 50 pounds. I think I'm barely squeezing into this Tom Brady jersey. Shout out Bucks. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, worst aspect is I'm sitting the majority of the day in uh I'd like to be a little more active. Last couple of jobs, uh, Sudbay, shout out Sudbay, Gloucester, great local business, shop local. Um, I was up. I was moving around out of my desk. Um, so I would say the worst part of this job is bound to my desk. Uh, back to the pros, while I'm in the office, uh, there's always a football being tossed around. We're playing basketball. Um, very young culture, very good culture. Um, I would say that's that's probably the biggest pro. Yeah, I've heard of the events you guys have. It sounds like real good morale at BioPoint, and yep. you know the pay doesn't sound too bad either. We'll keep that under hey, wraps as well. We're all staying above water. Yep, and to go along with that, for the worst part, you get blue light glasses yet because they're a life changer. So I was going to put them on, but I left them in the office today. So we're on a rotating schedule where one week in the office, one week from home. Okay. Yeah. That's a classic. It, you, you forget them a lot. I used to leave yep. them in the office and then I'm like, I want them at home, whether it's, you know, playing a little Fortnite with the boys or if it's just right. logging onto the laptop at night. Right. W- with that, let's get on to what we really came here for and brought you on. We had some breaking news as of yesterday, was it? Yep. Yesterday, uh, last night. Cam Newton, Cam Newton signing with the Patriots, a one-year deal. I just want to get your thoughts on it overall here, and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty details. So I've had some time to sleep on this. Uh, Last night when the news broke, I thought it was fake. I'm laying on the couch next to Miss Katie, and she goes, Cam Newton's a patriot. And I said, that's that's not real. That's fake news. (laughs) I've been reading this for three months now. It's not true. And then uh, Schefter came out. Um, I was flabbergasted. I actually took to Instagram, um, confirmed, confirmed the news, Rappaport, Schefter, uh, I sent Cam Newton a message. I sent him a little gif, um, Jeff gif, his fumble in Super Bowl 50. Let's not forget, he had every chance to fall on that ball, scoop it up. But what did he do? Nothing. Looked at the ball, backed up, recovered by the Broncos. Might have been Von Miller. I don't remember exactly. That shit doesn't happen in New England. Brady would have died for that ball. Jarrett Stidham died. Garoppolo died. Brissett died. Hoyer died. Newton? <laughs> no. Nothing. So that shit's not going to fly here. Um, I'll be surprised if he starts week one. He might get cut uh, training camp. What are we paying him? Just under a million bucks. I think seven million incentives is what he can earn total. Um, I don't know. Knee-jerk reaction. I thought it sucked. Go ahead, Kurt. All right, Drew, let's hear uh, your spin on this, and then I'll I'll give you mine. Yeah, so I I think the one thing that a lot of people go to, Josh, is that horrible, horrible, horrible video of him sort of 
wanting to go for the ball almost. And he almost does like a double take and then, like you said, steps away, which is just a, a just a terrible luck. And, you know, for me, I think it's you, – you really you really didn't have a competition. Can we all agree? Um, prior to last night, it was Stidham's job to lose. I think at this point, for a young quarterback who's taken what, you know, I'm taking the under on 12 NFL snaps in his career. I think it's good to have a little bit of competition. And that's not for – go ahead, Joshua. Yeah, like that's that's a fair statement. But we, we, we talk about a fresh start, and I, you know, Patriots fresh start, no Brady, no Gronk. I, I feel like it's not a fresh start bringing Cam Newton in. I was excited for Sid the Kid, but we'll see how it plays out. Back yeah, I, 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 think Cam, I think Cam is, as of today, as we're talking about it, I might get berated for this. I think he's a better athlete and a better quarterback than Jarrett Stidham based on the body of work and based on what we've seen historically. People say that he's healthy. Obviously, he's struggled with injuries. People say that he's healthy. He looks motivated. And let's just get down to basics. He, like you said, Josh, he's it's a month, it's a million dollar base salary. He's playing for his career. He's playing for every penny that he's going to get this year. He's pissed off. I think he comes out, wins the job week one, and I think he plays the whole year. And I think they make the playoffs. I, I honest to God, didn't think that they make the playoffs with Jarrett Stidham coming in. You know, week one. I think maybe Bill and McDaniels and the gang think that he needs a couple weeks or, or the season. I don't know. But, um, you know, the fact that nobody scooped him up, people are already bitching and moaning about, oh, the Patriots scooped him up. Well, it's practically July. You ha- I mean, you handed him to us on a silver platter. So right. um, I'm excited nonetheless. Curtis, what do you got for us? Drew, I like where you went with that at the end, saying you think he's going to be the starter for the year because – I do as well. I just don't think Stidham's ready. Uh, He has, like you said, no body of work to back it up. And Cam was an MVP just five years ago in the NFL and led his team to the Super Bowl and almost an undefeated season, which a lot of people forget about because his last couple of years have been a little lackluster. And as you said, with injuries, have you seen the workout videos? Because he looks like an absolute beast, which is... He looks chiseled. Like, talk about something we have not had in like a mobile slash, you know, kind of beefed up quarterback in a while. Like Brady wasn't easy to take down, but he certainly wasn't a a big Ben or, you know, one of those bigger guys. Yeah. Who's going to break out of the, the sacks and stuff uh, based off of something other than his footwork. But I'm excited for that. I think it does give them a better chance at the playoffs. I do not think they will make the playoffs still based on their offensive pieces unless there's a drastic improvement from last year from the young guys. That's what it's going to come down to. If I had to say right now, do they make the playoffs, I'd probably say no. Can I um, release one more hot take really quick? Go ahead. Please. I want to hear what Josh says about this. I truly believe – now, I, I swear to God I'm not trying to do this just to piss everybody off and, and jump the boat. I think – I'm almost having a trouble saying it. I think Cam Newton is harder to defend in our offense than Tom Brady is after what I saw last year. I think it's harder to plan for. I think it's harder to scheme for. What happened last year, guys? Josh, take your take your hands out of your mouth. Sony Michelle in the game, run. James White in the game, pass. That's all it was. Having another athlete on the field who can make a play and who you have to account for makes a difference. Regardless of if you played four games in two seasons, I don't care. Having having that as a threat, 
I think makes a difference. Go ahead, Josh. I want to hear yours on this. All right. There's a lot to unpack, right? Um, I'm going to start with the Pats. We'll make the playoffs. They're going to win the division. Um, they might go up one game with the Bills. I don't care if Hoyer's the quarterback. I don't care if Stidham's the quarterback. I don't care if Cam Newton's the quarterback. Pats win the division. Uh, you heard it here first. Secondly, we talked about the workout videos. Cam Newton's looking jacked, right, little buff? Yeah. Right? Yes, that's what we said, yes. If you put a sticky note in the middle of his back, you think the guy can grab it? He's too big. You know it comes with jack tightness. I want you to put this word across the screen as I say it. Pliability. Has he ever heard of pliability? <laughs> hey, he, Josh, he might go check out the old TB12 facility at Gillette. I want that thing shut down, but that's we'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> shut it down. Where did John um, Shut it the fuck down. Name one successful Jack's quarterback. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. I know, I know you said Big Ben, but he doesn't count. No, he's more of a... A flabby, flabby yeah. type. Yeah. That guy's thicker than a milkshake. I don't know. I mean. How about Cam? You said name one successful Jack quarterback? Yes. Yeah. Cam Newton. Awesome. Successful. He's won one MVP and lost a Super Bowl. That's successful to you? He went, He was an M, a, a, a league NFL MVP and went to a Super Bowl. So, yes. Mm. That is success uh, to me. No. It has started. It has How probably been ranks? the best player on his team for the last 10 years. So, yeah. Okay, that's not saying much. Who's the second best in the Panthers for the last? How long has he been in the league? Two thousand. When was he drafted? Twenty eleven. He's eleven. Probably about. Yep. Eight to ten years. Christian McCaffrey, on the offensive side of the ball. That's That's it. Interesting. Like to move on from Carolina and to lose that piece is going to be interesting to see how it plays out for him. Because talk about relying on a guy, Drew. He's oh the God. most prolific oh player in the NFL. Like how yeah. the fact he hasn't won an MVP yeah. is insane. He's gotten snubbed the past few years because they love to give it to quarterbacks. And Lamar yeah. had a great year last year. But if you look at McCaffrey's stats over the past three years, you're flabbergasted. Absolute workhorse. Now, one more thing before we let you go, Josh. I don't want it to let to let it slip by that the Patriots yesterday got docked a draft pick and fined again. For the Bengals videotaping. They videoed the a, what was it, Browns-Bengals game? Yes. And they, yep. they claimed it was for a, you know, some sort of... Entertainment, yeah. Enter, yeah, for entertainment value. Correct. Else. And now it's quite simply convenient that Cam was signed on the same day to try and... It was. just going to say that. You know, yep. flush 16, it out. Hey, 16 minutes, Curtis, before the news broke but, of, the, of the fine. Yeah. Drew, when the cam news broke. Do you think that's a coincidence? Don't think they're going to sneak it past our, the Patriot fans who are paying attention, and I'd like to think of all three of us like that. I want to hear your takes on, on that Bengals videotaping because I have a take that I think a lot of Pats fans do. They're just afraid to say it. Would you like me to start? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'll 100% say it. I'm sick. I'm sick of the stories. I'm sick of being mocked as cheaters and all this. Do I think that the NFL is out to get the Patriots? I can't say that I don't, but do I think that there's definitely things that teams do to avoid getting called out or getting docked picks or being fined? Yes. I don't know why we have to constantly, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, I don't know why we have to constantly ride just over the line year over year to a point where like people are questioning, you know, is this. Is this ethical? Were they doing this for the right reasons? Why are we filming that to begin with? Like, I, I, I genuinely want to know why 
the Patriots felt like it was necessary to film necessary the two, what to one put, to two win Bengals to put camera a camera crew facing the sidelines of the Bengals against the Browns. I don't see how that. I'll tell you that why. Does. I I just don't get it. I don't think it's necessary every year for us to be riding that line and for things to be popping up. I get all oh, the NFL's up with the Patriots. Well, stop doing dumb shit like that. Like, there's no need that you need to do that, period. It's frustrating. It's aggravating. I'm honestly sick of it, and I just want an explanation. Rightfully so. I mean, Fair enough. I'll give you, I'll, go ahead, I'll, I'll give you everything you're looking for. In the words of uh, Mr. Enos, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Without cheating, I wouldn't have made it through high school. Without cheating, I wouldn't have made it through college. That's it. It's that simple. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Belichick pushes the line. Yeah, does he cross it? He may tiptoe it. It is what it is. What has it gotten him? Six rings. Would you rather be the Browns and walk a straight line and have nothing to show for? Or a couple of yeah, stories in the news pop up here and there and have six Super Bowls? But Josh, why were they why were they filming the Browns and Bengals game? How in last year they they we were there in the flesh with me, sitting right next to me when I knocked your patty on the ground. In, at Gillette, and they lost the wild card game. So I don't know what that did. I want to see cause and effect. I don't see how that helped them. I don't see what they were doing. I just don't get it. Curtis, go ahead. I will say, if you think that's the only game they filmed, you're insane. That yeah, was just I, that was just them getting caught doing. That's just it. when they got caught. Yeah. Which to me, it's gonna degrade Belichick's legacy. Like you can mm-hmm. say, oh, he doesn't know what's going on. Maybe it's just like Kraft doing this or. It's, oh, it's not the staff he, just he randomly knows going out. everything that's going on. Exactly. Here. He knows everything. everything that's going on. And to quote, to address Josh's quote there, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's what losers say. That's what <laughs> every loser in the world has said to try and distinguish how they've either, you know, somehow won a game or that they're trying to win a game. It's because you're losing and you can't figure out a way to figure it out by yourself off of athletic talent. Uh determination and just perseverance it's just a lack of determination perseverance integrity whatever you want to call it that person's just lazy and they don't want to win the correct way so i just wanted to address that quote because it's ludicrous and yes do i think they filmed them and they should be punished absolutely i think they should be punished even harsher because they can definitely point out the fact that was not the only game. And people being like, well, you know, why would they do that to the Browns and Bengals? It's like, if you watch that video, there's no yeah. way in your right mind you could be like, oh, they were, you know, the camera was just pointed over there. It was on, like, no. it was a mistake. No, that guy, cheating. That guy was that guilty as hell. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but, but like you said, but take away all the cheating scandals, Deflate Gate, Spy Gate, whatever. Take it all away. Does it change anything? Are they losing games because they, they don't have point two people, psi less than football? It, change, it changes some people's perception of what it took to win the games, and it's very God easy for the haters and for the outside world to just like well, Curtis. Said, Josh, you can say no. yeah, it doesn't take shape, and you know the the one the Pats fans point out is the Colts game because it was an absolute blowout. But then you go back on, like, the early Super Bowls, and, well, actually, pretty much every Super Bowl we've had has been a one-score game, you know, last-second field goal, something like that. So, yeah, it absolutely could play out in those games. 
do you take those away? Is there one thing, you know, that led to a turnover that led to them an interception that they knew the schematic because they were filming them that entire year? Maybe. I, I can't be the one to say it didn't for 20 years worth of, of this possibly going on. And Ernie they, Adams. You know? One, so, one man. Ernie Adams. I just wanted to address that because Bill's not sneaking one past me, and he ruined Tom Brady being a Patriot his whole career. And maybe this is why Tom left. Who knows? Maybe Tom didn't want this crap, you know, following him. And he said, I'm going to go down to Tampa. I'm going to win a no, Super no, no. Bowl, and it's going to be clean as hell. Hold that thought. I got a timeout, and I think I know what Josh is going to say. There was a leak. Go ahead, Josh, because I know what you're going to no, say. No, no, no. Please, no, you go. I think you know the story better than me. You're our guest. Take it away. No, no, get it. I'm going in a different direction than you are, so you go first. Okay. What I was going to talk about is I believe I heard somewhere, I don't know if it's from Josh, that there was a Alex Guerrero post from his Instagram that was clearly meant to be a direct message to somebody privately that he posted either on his story or a post that was basically... Um, I don't know the exact, you know, verbiage or anything like that, but it sounded like he was trying to say something along the lines of, well, you know, that's how we did it here. Like, I think I can get you in touch with this person. Like there was some shady business going on and he deleted it right away. And we thought that it had something to do with footballs. I'm not going to, so I'm not going to discredit Brady. I'm not throwing him under the bus. There's just some shady business going on with that guy. That's all I'm, 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 not a, I'm not an Alex Guerrero kind of guy. Um, he does nothing for me. If anything, he taints Brady. Um, that's my opinion. Now, Drew, you, you bring that up. You just throw that in the muck with no source, no anything. No, but I got nothing. Alex Guerrero hasn't been in the Patriots organization the entire time. Brady has been there. And it's not like this just started up recently when Alex Guerrero was there. It's been there I'm not saying for that years. the entire, you well, know. Well, don't sidetrack us then with this. I'm not trying to sidetrack you. I'm trying to tell you that you guys are trying to say that Brady isn't the problem. I'm thinking that I said he's maybe, part of the problem. Maybe that's why you got sidekick up. Alex Guerrero is trying to bring some of these scandals to Tampa Bay, and I can't wait till they're exposed for the frauds that they are because the entire franchise is frauds. Gronk's a fraud. Brady's a fraud. People keep coming at me. Jason Ladoff comes out my throat for getting the jersey. It's a $20 jersey from China. And I like the jersey. Okay. Do I like the Bucks? Not for a second. That is kind of weird that you you don't like the idea Hate of him. him being on the Bucks, but you got a jersey. That's I, I I like Tom Brady. I will always like him. It was almost like a thank you gift to him. Thank you for everything that you've done. Even it's though you like, bought it through um, it's like, China and it didn't go any of the proceeds I mean, didn't go to the NFL slash him. I would never support the NFL now. No, I'd rather support China. But but you you saying you support Brady like that doesn't because it in no way gets kicked back. Like the NFL shop. I don't think he needs I don't think he needs any percent of the sales from this jersey. No, he I'm doesn't. not trying to support him financially. But, in my own right, it's almost like I'm buying him. It's almost like a gravestone. Like I'm going to, you know, Greeley's and getting down on my knee and, you know, saying thank you for your service and everything that you've done for me. That's in my mind why I bought it. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Josh, before you go again here, we need your woman of the week. We've changed from boy of the week because we've switched to season two, and it's woman's of the woman woman of the week. It's not going to be Katie, so give me a second to think. So I'm on the spot here. Yeah, absolutely. 
We were hoping Woman you wouldn't go, Katie, because that would have no, kind of been no. Uh, that's easy. Yeah. Would you like me to go while you wait? She's there. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's your woman of the week, 365, 24-7. We don't need that. Right. Drew, right. fire. Please, uh, Mine is, I'm going to go off the cuff here. I don't know how I haven't said it earlier. My dog, Belle, golden retriever, 12 years old, sweetheart of a girl, man's best friend, loves her food, loves her walks on the beach, just like all of us do. Love her to death, and she is just rolling through her. About to be a teenager soon, rolling right through. She loves life, and so shout out to Belle. If you know me, you know I love my dog. That's an all-time woman of the week right there. I like that one. Hall of Fame. Josh, are you ready, or you want me to go? Uh, you can go. Good. All right. Mine's going to be a run-of-the-mill, middle-of-the-road one that not a lot of people are going to disagree with here. It's going to be Mila Kunis. I'm yeah. going with this from Friends with Benefits type of Mila Kunis oh, with yeah. uh, JT in that movie. She's fantastic in that one. Uh, so that's going to be my woman of the week. Also, of course, from that 70s show. But I digress. Josh, we've given you some thought here. Let's hear what you got. Did you pick Mila Kunis because of the Barstool article posted today with the picture of her and JT laying in bed? I have, Is that what sparked that, that memory in that movie? No, I'm going to be honest with you, Josh. I've been off a bar stool for a while now. I, uh, I don't visit the site very much anymore. I just see a couple of the posts either on Twitter or Instagram, the short vids. I'm a pizza review yep. guy and pretty much nothing else. Like, other right. than that, it's, it's mostly crap that I don't care to hear about. We love Gay Pat, though. Shout out Gay Pat. Yeah, he coming down to Fiesta, us. hopefully you might come 2021. Down to so shout out Gay Pat. All right, woman of the week, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, this, oh how did I not think of you picking this one? That's so easy. That is. It, yeah, it's that staple. was too easy. The staple. Huge movie coming out, Black Widow coming out. I'm a big Marvel guy. Kurt knows this. Uh, movie's been delayed. If COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think any, anything could stop the Marvel train, but here we Ooh, are. I know. A fucking Ooh, virus. I know. Anyway, I don't know when it comes out. Maybe November. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Scarlett Johansson, one of the week. Now, who is the other Avenger, Wanda? What's her, like, the actress's name? Do you know the actress's name? Because she would be uh, up there for, like, she's another... She's an Olsen girl. Elizabeth Olsen, maybe? Is that who it is? Okay, because she's a, so. a future Fact woman of the week, up. maybe, because going up against ScarJo ain't easy, and she does it pretty flawlessly. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Josh. Thanks for coming on the pod. Me and Drew are going to wrap up here. We'll be in Anytime. touch. Sounds great. Peace. All righty, Drew. Let's wrap this one up. Put it in the brown paper bag. Ship it off to work tomorrow. It's Dad Joke of the Week time. What do you got? This one is, again, brought to you by Gloucester Gear. Wear what the locals wear. This one was submitted by Harry Azaro again. He's on a hot streak. He's on a hot streak, folks. Don't let him get three in a row. We need more fan involvement. We need more submissions. This is actually from his girlfriend, Olivia. So shout out Olivia. And here goes nothing. Why do cows have udders instead of feet? Because they lactose. <laughs> lactose, lactose. It's a little bit of a play on words. That's a good I, one. When I first heard it, I laughed out loud. Probably because I have slight lactose intolerance. Oh, God. Yep. 
You are you are the placebo lactose intolerant guy. You have ice cream seven times a week, yet you think you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> and I even picked picked it for one of my uh, meals, cheat meals of the week last week. And I, it's just again perseverance, like we talked about with Cam Newton in the past. And then you just gotta sometimes grind through. You want that ice cream that bad, you gotta deal with the consequences. That's so, true. Thank you, Olivia, for that dad joke. That's a great one. I've been putting on quite the performance, as you said last week on the ice cream front. I did have a couple Chick-fil-A milkshakes, two in one day the other day, and <laughs> I pretty much haven't won a day within the past week without some form of ice cream. So, holy shit! Here I we didn't are. know Chick-fil-A had ice cream. So, well, it's not. It's a, it's a milkshake. I get the cookies okay. and cream or the chocolate. If you get a okay. vanilla, live liven up a little and and live. I have a while we're here. Hold on, best milkshake. Give it to me, Kurt. Best one you've ever had. Oof, best milkshake. That's gonna be Nick's roast like beef. It's Nick's next. roast beef. Yeah, it's I by knew far. You were say next. Chocolate. They got good Nick's roast beef, and you could get the chocolate strawberry. You can mix them. You can get a chocolate uh, and vanilla, but I, I think they just call it the black and white, and it's fantastic. What's yours? Good. Mine is richardson's in i believe middleton mass yep driving range richardson driving range yep middleton i just get a classic chocolate frap and it is absolutely the balls so when you said what's your favorite milkshake i started getting like frap in my mind but then i was like no i know there's one in my mind right now and it's nick's roast beef there's nothing like it it's solid it's that machine i like i don't think that other ones aren't just as good, but that machine, I've never had one that tastes like it does from that machine specifically. It's almost like a, it's, it's a, it's a, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a hybrid. Cause when you're, when you're behind the counter or when you're in front of the counter, it looks like a soft serve machine yeah. coming out into the cup. It does. But it's a little bit finer and thinner than soft serve ice cream. It's a very interesting consistency, but we love them. Yeah. And you can, the, I mean, if you get it right out of that machine, you can't drink it for the first like couple minutes because it just won't go too through thick. that straw. It's too thick. Too damn thick. It's like a frappin' that way, and that's why I love it. Yeah. All right. We'll finish off here with the late, great Arnold Palmer. A former Coastie was in the Coast Guard back in the day for a little bit before he went on to a very successful golf career, one of the best, one of the greats. He said... Success depends less on strength of body than upon strength of mind and character. Maybe Josh should look into that one for that just horrid quote he gave us. That's it from TWBLC. Pat from last year, play us out. What's for lunch? TWBLC. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown Bag, Brown Bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group.